Welcome to episode three of the Cosmic Dancers podcast. We are now getting a little bit more serious, a little bit more professional. We actually got some professional mics to do this interview. Now we haven't fully figured out how to use all the features yet, so bear with us. Our audio will only get better and better. By the way, my name is Maya, Maya Pearl, and I am interviewing with Marion today. She's in Costa Rica. I'm in Montreal. We are talking about my first psychedelic plant medicine journey. I'd like to say it's been a long time coming, but I wasn't very positive I would ever, ever ingest a psychedelic. You know, to be honest, it wasn't something that I sought really truly, but as the world goes and as the world turns, psychedelics are becoming more and more of a mainstream topic. I mean, just look at the legalization happening around the world and using them in research, helping people with mental disorders and traumas. So a lot of it is super, super positive. In fact, most of it is super positive from what I hear. For sure, there's some abuses going on and we address those lightly here. We're not here to talk to you about the professional use of psychedelics or the clinical use of psychedelics. This is simply a recount of my first time, my first journey, and the person who I trusted to lead that journey. You know, if you're interested in mushrooms or any other form of psychedelic, I encourage you to do your research, talk to professionals, talk to people whom you trust, who potentially have already adventured into the world of psychedelics. And, you know, it's your own journey. I do have to say the research that I've done has shown me that mushrooms in particular is really a safe psychedelic and I didn't have any fear for my safety going into this journey. So what you're going to hear is the raw details, the learnings, the laughter that happened. And also, I just invite you to have some fun. I call this the dance because Marion and I are always dancing around each other as we get together in conversation, in business, and in our friendship. So here you get a glimpse into that and enjoy episode three. It kicks off in the new year, January 2023. The psychedelic experience happened January 6th of this year, and then we took a bit of time to integrate that session before recording our next episode. We're at the pace of about one episode monthly. That's the way I love it right now. Let us know if you have any topics that we bring up that you'd like us to address. I'm feeling cacao ceremonies are coming up pretty soon, but you know, twists and turns happen and Really, uh, we're excited to go where our listeners want us to go. Okay, without any more introduction, I'd like to get us going. Here is my first dance with psychedelic mushrooms. Cool. So here we are. Hacking time and space uh, after that beautiful activation with cacao that we did before the first 
with your altar already activated, with my altar already activated, both sharing beautiful cacao from Costa Rica that you brought to Canada. And I'm, I prepared the, use the same cacao to prepare mine. And we have to invocate uh, our inner beings to be here now with us and to speak through our voices. I just want to give you the space to share with me, you know, after all those, we were together, well, you were here in Costa Rica for two weeks, but we spent all those two weeks, maybe six days, like together, like intensely doing things together, coming and going uh, in ceremony, yoga, Reiki, cacao, and for the first time, mash, uh, well, for the first time for you, mushroom, we had a beautiful mushroom ceremony, and it's a, you know how much I respect this these uh, plants and i don't call them plant medicine i call them plant teachers because they are teachers and you were sharing with me before that after that experience we had together that you had with this beautiful teacher the mushroom you felt like so wise and so expanded and i'm like well that makes sense because the intention we had since the beginning is that we don't come here to to heal anything we come here to to learn from this to to from this plant so I, I'm just excited to know, you know, after all our vulnerability together, and I offer you all these things with love and respect every time you visit me, um, and also online too, uh, I am very, uh, my heart is open and my mind is open to receive and oh, what's your perspective? How did you experience all of those things in Costa Rica? How do you feel after, after the trip? it's honestly an incredible experience to have in this life. And I can describe a, a little bit the scene for people because I'm looking at it right now, but being in your home and then you have two sections to your home. So this is more the business side where it's your art studio. And there's even a sign on the door to that effect. I think it says, um, what does it say on this? Like something it's says, I'm a heartist. <laughs> I'm a heartist. And it's so, it's so fitting because a lot of what is done in your space is heart work. And we did intuitive painting together. This was our second time where you were showing me around your, your space to paint in your space. And it, it felt so intimate on, on a lot of levels, one being brought and invited into your sacred space. Uh, and also to use your tools that you use and to get to create. So I just, it, it felt like I could connect with you on that, you know, really physical level. And um, the art I tend to create in your space just kind of mirrors what I see. And so even right now I'm staring at the psychedelic goddess painting behind you. <laughs> and I was obsessed with her and in my ceremony and my mushroom ceremony, I couldn't stop staring at her. Like my eyes were like bugging out of my head. <laughs> she was coming to life. Yeah. For a she moment was. I turned around to see it and, and oh my God, I could see all the layers that she has just like we have layers too. So, yeah, tell me more, tell me more. Well, so, and then we we decorated your altar, which already is this beautiful altar that it combines your outdoor materials, like the beautiful pottery from White Hill, the words of power, crystals from around the world, uh, feathers that you've been gifted or given or found, and uh, the moon, the full moon hanging over the ocean that we actually got to see during our ceremony. 
like all of this just hugging us in this circle and that that space became a portal for us and and so whatever was going to happen in there I knew was was something that I I absolutely needed at this time and that the experience like the experience was without any fear that's what that created it was like okay and I talked about fear leading up to it being something that I wanted to face or move through psychedelics and being out of control in quotation marks is always that. I think that's the fear. A lot of people have about it. When I hear people who say, Oh no, I'm never going to do any drugs, drugs, it's drugs. No, it's, (laughs) it's, and that has such a negative connotation that there's a lot of fear around it. And so that's what we've been given in North America. A lot is something like a mushroom in the forest that can become a different level of consciousness inside of us is, is negative. That's bad. Like there's something, you know, so that we have to work through and the fear around that, like, what's that going to mean? Is it going to mean I don't have love anymore? Is it going to mean I get sick? Is it going to mean then I'm going to become this person, this horrible person. And so I worked through all of that and cleared it. Even the car ride coming over with our business partner, Dania, I, I, I talked about the fear element and I think by the time we arrived and she dropped me off, I was done. And that's where I stepped into your, your safe room. And it felt like, wow, this is it. Okay. Now what, now what, when fear is put is when you've worked through fear before you even step into using the medicine, then what, and what came out of it was wisdom. Yeah. It was like, yes, <laughs> it was so satisfying. Very wise, very wise woman, because you know intuitively something that I learned from elders, from from uh, people here that taught me. And sitting in ceremony before with other plants, sacred plants like peyote or ayahuasca, and what the elders first thing teach you is the ceremony starts even before you ingest the plant. The ceremony starts when you make a conscious decision to step to go through to it. Even before the you came to Costa Rica, I knew you all, you were already, we were together working on it, like getting into that uh, mindset and heart space. And you just said that even when you were, Dania was driving you to my house, you were already putting things into place, processing fear, putting an intention. So when you arrived to my space, there, there was, um, you were already, that's what I'm trying to say, you were already in that, that ceremony mode and that comes from respect and for me it's, it's, it's very big one of the reasons why some people have like bad experiences when they go and try this very uh, powerful they are very powerful very powerful plants is they don't approach the plant they don't approach the earth because they come from the earth they don't approach it with love and respect and, and, and with intention, something very powerful that I would like to mention to whoever it's thinking already to, to try any uh, sacred plant in a ceremonial way is that it's like, make sure that you have an intention, make sure you, you, you start ceremony even before you step into the space where you're going to have the ceremony. Uh, and also to make sure that you're going to be guided 
you know, by someone who respects the earth, respects the elements, respect, you know, the spirit of the plant, uh, altar, you saw how powerful it was to have an altar, uh, an altar. And yes, I had it already started, but when you arrived, you fit you, you add on to it. And it, it was our altar. And if you, I don't know if you remember, if you felt held by it through the ceremony. Yeah, I think the, the altar activates the intentions on more conscious levels and, you know, putting the focus in, okay, what's the focus? We talked a lot during our ceremony about love and your, our journey and the words you've been given by the wise entities that have been guiding you around the only reality. The only thing real is love. And it's uh, so that being at the focus of our altar, I think it really keeps things, it keeps things aligned. And I, I love to come back to, I think the energy, a lot of what I'm playing in, in this life is like that. What is the focus? It became the brand uh, icon for what I'm, what I'm working on and calling in is that, that alignment, that compass. And I think one of the things that has really struck me that I didn't realize till our ceremony is that you do have a compass that you called in, in from that entity that guided you. And it was just, it's a different kind of compass than is that symbol of the compass in the star shape, but it's, it's a compass of sacred geometry and the one that makes the circle, the perfect circle. And I was like, wow, that's also a compass and the perfect circle can create a like this, 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 uh, sacred geometry where once everything came right the point, and then the circle that comes out of the point. And I think, wow, there's so much happening here on so many levels. And when I was tapped into the ceremony, I didn't even bring that up because I was like, there's, we both just know that. And also I just was wanted to sit with it for a while before I shared that revelation with you that, wow, the compass and the compass have come <laughs> Yeah. We've been circling around each other. Yeah, yeah, and we are women. We are, we are. That's that's our work. It's a circular, right? It's not, yeah. it's not a patriarchy, right? It's not one on top of, you know, the someone that it's in the like a pyramid. We are not. No one is higher than anybody else. We work in in, in circle. That's the energy that we cultivate as women in business, in friendship, in our family, in our communities, the matriarchy, the, the yeah, the energy of, of uh, circulating. Uh, in, in a circle, when we sit in circles, this is something that uh, the grandmother of my Mundas, Vanessa Calderon, a very wise woman, you know, she said, when we sit in a circle, we are all the same. And also we can see each other at the same level in the eyes, you know, it's, it's a very important, there's so many little details that our, uh these wise people do that are so simple like when she mentioned that like we're, when we're sitting in circle no one is higher than the other we are sitting at the same level which is the level of the eye so we can eye gaze directly and it's such a simple thing but so so powerful and yes this uh compass it, it's very interesting it's uh it was i i told you a little bit of the no i told you everything a little bit no i told you everything uh the story of why this came up and it's because of, yeah, yeah I, I have a i dream from time to time with a spirit guide that visit me yeah. one of those dreams um 
I'm gonna share it here for whoever is curious and, and, and is listening to this. In this dream, I meet this entity or this uh, beautiful, loving, loving, loving spirit guide, and it, we just he it just it's it's, a, it's kind of like a masculine energy, and it gives me information through telepathy, just vibration. And then once we are done, like it just lets me know that okay, the dream is almost it's a conscious dream, and so I know I'm dreaming. Um, it lets me know that the dream is about to end, and I'm like, oh no, and I feel the the energy of the of this being going away. So I'm like, oh no, and then suddenly, when I feel sad, I have a body again, and and I'm wearing these cool blue pants, and then this inter uh, being turns around and say, like, look in your pocket. So I put my hand in my right pocket, deep deep inside, I pull out something, and it's a golden compass. And I'm like, and I look at it like, Chris, like, what is it? What, what does it mean? Is my thought. And it replies, it means that you are the architect of the universe. We all are. And boom, the dream ends. And that was like seven years ago. I got this tattoo like maybe two years ago. And yeah, that's what it, and then after I got it, I realized like, wait a minute, it's a compass and the, the compass is to create circles and, and I make circles. I actually here in my area, I, I, I do, you know, like uh, singing circles, cacao circles, women's circles. And I'm like, I'm a compass. <laughs> I make circles, <laughs> you know, I'm a human compass. So, and, and what blows my mind too is also how uh, dimensions work. Like from, a, from the dream state, from that dimension, I got this information and then suddenly we were sitting here in this other dimension and I share it with you. So it's like this piece of, piece of information slipped through time and space and dimensions and came toward you, you received it and you had your own aha moment, your own interpretation. So for me, it's kind of like a direct also contact that you have with this being as well. So, so yes. Um, that was a little bit of, of sharing about about that. In well, he he came up in our ceremony, which I and so for me the ceremony, like um, doing and taking taking in the mushrooms and experiencing the uh, the effects. Um, then we could talk about more the scientific effects, but it was like it was a dose that you had it had tried on your own body and had had well tell tell me about the dose actually tell me what was the because we had a certain amount of mushrooms to consume to to have our ceremony and I want to talk about the effects that it had on me to to integrate that a bit so to get your response and and to share yeah well about the dose it, it depends. For me, it was important to not uh, to be still very grounded. Uh, the support that I have for this when I open these sacred spaces are the elements, the sacred fire, the earth, the spirit of the four directions. So I wanted to be very grounded. I didn't want us to like you know, if you take a big dose, which people call also the hero dose, I think, like you, I don't know how much it is, how many grams it is, but you literally disconnect. And that's a different work, I believe. I I, 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 mean, I am sure it's good for a different, a deeper maybe type of work uh, to release trauma, to go deeper into, into subconscious, like 
unconscious subconscious aspects of, of the person's mind and fields uh, but this dose was to just introduce it to our bodies as an ally you know to to have a a, a wider a wider perspective on different subjects that we have been discussing through these weeks because well we, we work together we have been working together since november on this program so i didn't want us to just go up in the space and cosmos and see it, it is fun you know to see mandalas and rainbows and everything but no i wanted you know there's a human aspect of ourselves that i wanted to stay and the conversations that we share during the ceremony were so wise and so deep and so beautiful and so conscious and that's because the dose was just enough to 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 shift to, to shift and widen the perspective, but without uh, losing connection with the the earth and the, with the space where, where we were and with the intention we planted at the beginning. And yes, I tried that those, uh, I knew and I, I felt so honored and tender to feel your trust because I knew you, you didn't try it before. So I was experimenting actually with myself because we have kind of the same mass, the same body. So I was like, whatever effect I have, like uh, physiologically, I try to have a very um, uh, activated uh, right brain, like the logic, the science. I have it. I have it very activated. So in my personal ceremonies, when I was trying it out, so I could offer it in a safe, respectful. Uh, with integrity you know to you um I, I i was i took the dose of course i have my moments of like catharsis and releasing trauma and maybe crying but my right brain i was always active noticing how long it took to kick in what physiology physical effects do i did i get uh, how was my breath how, how was i breathing and all those things so i could you know, in a way, support you uh, when you tried it for the first time. So yeah, the dose was meant to be to open, to open your mind, to to give you a deeper perspective of reality. Yet at the same time, stay fully present and focus on the intention that we had to have it in the first place, which was an introduction, it was an initiation. And after that initiation, now you know how much more you can take how much more you want to process in me as well. So yeah, it was a, it was an initiation dose. Yeah. Well, and also I think it's important to mention that you are using the same type of mushroom from the same location in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. So I think that the dose, you being a guide in that and having tested the dose, it really gave me such confidence that this is what I would experience. And just, whereas if I'd gone with any other random, you know, source here in Montreal, yeah. I did, I wouldn't have walked in with that confidence. And I think that's what allowed me to just, okay, be in intimate, you know, with absorbing the mushroom. I did, uh, I did experience some nausea like at first. So even the low dose and the dose, if you want to get like specific, it was a mushroom and a half. It was to this type of mushroom. And I was like, I remember chewing the mushroom being like, oh, actually like 
you gave me honey, but I was like, I don't need honey. It actually tastes good. I like mushrooms. <laughs> it's yummy. It's yummy. And, and so I felt yummy going in. And then within half an hour, I felt a little bit nauseous just saying, you know, but that also could have been a little bit, my body just being like, am I going to accept this? Is this, and so just that, that amount was like, yeah, I could handle that. If I'd had lots more, probably not. I don't know if I would have kept it down. So that, um, amount was great. Uh, I did not experience hallucinations at all, really. Like, I think the paintings came a bit alive to me, like not in the sense that they were actually like looked alive, but that I was just enamored with the colors and the vibration that I felt from, especially from your, your goddess painting. And I made a face on my painting. I mean, we were painting. Right. And I, I like, I was like furiously, like, you're like, are you done painting? I'm like, I, I was done. And then I'm like, no, I can put a face on this. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was determined to have some kind of result from my painting. So I was like, I remember myself like furiously, like putting a face on my painting. <laughs> And I was like, as soon as I gave it eyes and eyeballs, I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> She's there somehow. It is coming, yeah. coming, coming forward, coming forward. But I have to say, this the psychedelic priestess that I painted. It's a intuitive painted, guided by our my loving teacher Tanya uh, that we we already interviewed. We we hope I hope we can share more about her because she's such a wise woman. But this painting has like thirty layers. So layers right. and the, the your woman that I have here on my left side, uh, that day maybe you did like five layers. Oh yeah, not even like it's so, yeah. So yeah, I just I just wanted to share that because it, just just like us humans, you know, we are made of layers and layers of experiences and songs and yeah. books and conversations and romance. So same thing with the painting, it needs layers and layers to pop um, and to break open. I think that I think what it tells me is that I will will we will be building layers and layers on this experience. This is like this is one of many and they could be different, but that we've started this process, I think is really cool. I would I and I also know at a deep level, like I, I have a, a witch, like a witchy intuitive side of me that I'm just making peace with throughout the years, which is sometimes I just know shit. <laughs> sometimes I just know. And you know, like, ah, like the house that I'm living in now, I just knew we were going to buy it. We were going to move and I can't explain it, but I just know Costa Rica. We just, me and Mark were like, how do we just, and it, it happens often that the two of us, that's how we connect is like this. We don't unspoken knowing, and then things fall into place. And so this, this is, I have a knowing about this experience that, well, I'll say it now, we're probably going to be guiding people in retreats with uh, either mushrooms to start something like and a whole experience where people can have this, this experience that I've gone through who are calling in expansive mindsets, different perspectives, wisdom, legacy work growth spiritual growth deep growth and this is has nothing to do with all the negative connotations around psychedelics yeah play can be a part of it too we're always talking about hey we're actually playing as well 
And, but we also, we both agreed that we were playing in a very serious way. We were playing like as if you you were saying this is serious play. (laughs) Totally serious because I, like we agreed at the beginning of that ceremony, the whole universe could be a big play. It could be a big show. We could be in the matrix and not know it. So we know what's the point, right? We're just playing as humans, but it's serious. It's kind of like, we're all taking it very seriously. We all believe that we're all here doing this thing and having these children and growing these families. Like we all really believe it. So it's kind of serious. It is, it is creating businesses and creating stuff. Everything's spirit at the end. Everything is an extension of spirit. It's beautiful. That was one of my nice, big realization sometimes we i used to separate like a ceremony and ritual and plants and elements and then money and business and that was that was the hack when i already hacked that i was like no it's all the it's all one it's all the same money is an extension of spirit businesses are extensions of, of spirit and then of course you then, then the realization is that well how can i use my business to to raise the vibration of the earth how can i use my business and my money to raise the vibration of the people that is around me, which is something that you do beautifully. You've done it many times with me, teaching me and raising me as a woman, you know, like showing me what I, what I, all my potential. And I, and it inspires me to do it with other women too. I have been like, every time I meet somebody, I can feel that line of energy coming from you to me, from me to see these other women and including also, uh, eh, Vanessa again, Vanessa Calderon from the Moon Dance, how she inspires me. Eh, but but yeah, everything at the end is it's spirit. Everything is play, and we are creating every single moment. We are creating, and it's better to create from that space, from from play, from from lightness, right? And I wanna. I also would like to um, add something really beautiful, and it's a uh, sound, music. Uh, through the entire ceremony, we I always had. We always had our music playing. It, it is important to have that, you know, to make sure that you choose what sound. Silence is good. Silence can be good too. But for to for that vibration to guide you through this processes of experiencing plant medicine or, or, or sacred plants, it's music. And we did that in different ways. We, I had music playing all the time. And then also music, it's like a, it can, then you were playing another beautiful song that I forgot to ask you to send me the, what was it in, in French? Oh, it's uh, Luanne Jevol. She, she came out, it's a remake of a classic, a French song and I love her version and it came out from a movie La Famille Bellier which is was redone by a U.S. Uh, group a Hollywood movie where yeah it was this beautiful story about a, a girl that comes from a deaf family who discovers she can sing uh, but she's not deaf and so she becomes this this uh, phenom singer but this song was remade for the movie and for her and her voice is just so powerful in it. So it, it gets me every time. And so we played it. 
And I think it was like we were crying. It was we were so crying. Crazy. And Alegria, my dog, she was here in and out. That was another beautiful presence we had. Alegria was sitting at the uh, outside all the time at the door, like, like a guardian. And every time the energy shifted, she came in and lick our faces and just cuddle next to us. That was a beautiful, beautiful company we had. And yeah, I remember crying too with that song. And then I played the song, my song. Yes. <laughs> I, I met this uh, French guy, musician, uh, I don't know, like six years ago, what the relationship ended, but there's a song <laughs> called Marion. So I remember being like, I have a song. We and should think- link, we should link it for, if we're going to put it in like our, our That's podcast it. show notes, we should totally link it. And it was so funny that moment because you were telling me the name of the group of the music group, but you were talking in Spanish. And it was so beautiful because you were telling me, no, I'm, it's in French. And I'm like, no, I know French. That's not French. I was like, go slower. And I realized, no, for sure. She's talking in Spanish. And I was so, I was so, um, that was the playful fun. Cause it would just, it just cracks me up so much, like hearing you speak Spanish and learning Spanish from you. And then knowing the French and knowing your connection to French, there's literally a song, but it's the song is in English. So there's like a whole (laughs) language medley going on, but for sure, that was a funny moment. Cause I was like, ah, okay, let me translate. What was fish? It was like, okay, poisson. Yes. Poisson. And I was like (laughs) writing it in to find this song that's, that's made for you. Yeah. What's the name of the traveling fish? How do you say that in French? Uh, Les poissons voyageurs. Uh, that's the name of the group. Uh, his name is Jean Roussel. <laughs> John Russell <laughs> in English. <laughs> Sounds so, so much better yeah. in French. <laughs> <laughs> so again, we got going back to music, going back to sound, you know, going back, we, we started uh, very serious, serious play, feeling connected with the sound of our heart. You at the beginning of the ceremony, you realize that you had this block on your throat, right? And then how did we close the ceremony? We closed the ceremony singing a song together with my drum, which was a, the perfect closing, you know, because and that, that's, what, that's what you know that the, the, the plant is so wise. The plant is so wise how we finish the ceremony with the same conversation. We, we were talking about the throat and blockages on the throat and we finished the ceremony singing together and I just fell in love and melted hearing your your voice, you know, our voices singing together. That was a very sacred moment for me after all the processes we go through about voice, medicine, songs, you know, these things and being able to sit together and with the drums sing a song together. It's called Wichita Yuna. It's a Cherokee song dedicated to your inner waters. And we can share also that with people on the link below. If they're interested in it's a very medicinal song when you sing it and sing it sing it sing it for you know as long as you want it it, it shifts the vibration of your inner waters of your body so that was that was really precious for me as well i just i had an idea for anyone uh, that's got this far in our podcast that i posted at the end i have a i have your recording I, of that song and i could play it at the end of this podcast so they can listen to it That'd be beautiful. Very sweet Yay. song. Yay. And uh, I have to mention my friend, Laura Mendes. She's a sound sound therapist. 
And yeah. it is a song that came from our group, our circle from the Mundans, but the person who like, like was actually her. So I always like to honor the women who pass me uh, yeah. information or song. So Laura Mendez, we, which uh, she might be invited to, uh, to talk with us. She's so wise and so sweet. And she has so much to share. She was the one who passed me that song that we will share at the end. Yeah, when we get to talking about all the amazing things that we do in Costa Rica together, because like this, this story is just the tip of the iceberg <laughs> of, of what we're what we're cooking up together in Costa Rica for our guests. And for anyone who happens to cross either of our paths, they're going to be connected to this experience in Costa Rica the joy of life, uh, retreat. Mm-hmm. And, and then also so excited that you have your new logo to that, which is like, really, it's been, it's been a journey for you to put that out and to get that solidified, but also it is so worth, like, it was so worth the wait. It's so beautiful. It so represents like what you're doing, who you are, um, the roots. So can we describe it a bit? <laughs> okay. So it's a, it's a Vesica Pisces. So the two circles. So mm-hmm. we talked about your compass, creating the two circles together. Mm-hmm. So you are the compass that's created these two circles that come together. And in the middle of that, those two circles is the, the trunk of a tree. Mm-hmm. And at the base of the, of the tree, obviously there's these beautiful roots and whenever I'm with you, I, I feel more grounded. That was my experience too with the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had been plugged into the earth in oh, such me. such a powerful way. And I felt larger than life. I felt like I filled up the whole room. Yeah. And so, and then that, so that's the other aspect is at the top of the tree in your logo, there's these, these beautiful branches full of divine little leaves and honestly, it reminds me a bit of your hair when it's flowing. And so, ah, good one. I didn't know that. I have to share with you, like that was what got me and Jen, my, my friend who came with me to a Costa Rica, it cracked us up the most because everywhere we went that people knew you, they knew of, um, of you, or even someone who you weren't even part of the conversation when we talked about you. And she's like, oh yeah, the hair. Betty has in hair. Her hair is known. <laughs> Thank you, Mama and Papa, for that gorgeous hair. I love it. I have to say, I, I, I'm not afraid of being cocky. I, I really love my hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm a flowing, crazy. beautiful branch of, of leaves. Well, it, it does it does call it in, and it is gorgeous. And so your logo really does represent you and and what you're calling in there for our guests as well, and the joy of life aspect, alegría which means joy for those who don't know Spanish. It's, um, yeah, it's so perfect. So yeah, so this is just the tip of the iceberg. My whole point of saying that is that Laura um, is definitely a part of the connections that you get when you come through through uh, the Joy of Life retreat. And uh, we will for sure reach like be I, I would love to hear you know her experience in Costa Rica and and her um her wishes for everyone with the sound baths because her I've experienced her sound bath and it's it's exquisite 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 and she combines because sound it's such a subtle medicine right it's like it's a it moves through the most subtle of the elements which is air 
and we cannot see it we only can feel it so it's so uh, ethereal 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 yeah ethereal yet because she's also a moon dancer and she's also um a sacred fire priest you know keeper priestess high priestess and so she brings to every session she makes sound journey with with her husband Gerard uh, which we have to meet soon too on a on a interview she always brings to this ethereal medicine she also brings this aspect of um fire and earth and water and you know this grounding shamanic being one with the earth because sometimes that happens we people you know is focus a lot sometimes on enlightenment and, 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 and energy and subtle energy subtle energies and we leave the body and we forget that we are in this body we are on this earth and we have to honor and and uh and, and ground right ground be here and now with enjoying this beautiful body and this beautiful smelling the roses and the, taking care of the water and taking care of the earth and uh, I have to say that uh, a sound journey with Laura is one of the things that I love to share with people that comes and visit me, visit us, uh, or come into a Joy of Life retreat. She's definitely one of the treats that I like to give to people when, when, they, when they come. Yeah, your, your grounded aspect. So to take it back to maybe close up the ceremony we did with the mushrooms, that was one of the main, like the wisdom of that, but also the feeling of groundedness. We, we ventured out to the beach at one point to see the full moon on the ocean. And I just felt, yeah, I felt so good touching the earth, being present there, the the experience of it all, I never left my body for a second. It was very visceral, it's very real, it's very tangible. The human experience, the human yeah. experience. People sometimes want to have this uh, sacred plant to leave their bodies. Yeah. And to know escape. everything is in you, to escape, kind of like to escape from this experience and know everything is in the body. Your body needs you. Everything is in your body. It needs you to be in it and, 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 and integrate everything the shadow and the light and people that's that's what's so important about the integration aspects when people go to ayahuasca ceremonies or let's not name plants like any plant any plant ceremony and they get out of it without understanding what happened what what aspects of your shadow wanted to be integrated and sometimes when you feel fear uh, another teacher taught me when you are sitting in ceremony uh, with a potent plant like the beautiful peyote or beautiful ayahuasca sometimes mushrooms and something comes up that brings you fear that means it's ready to be released if it's in your face and it brings you fear hold it hug it integrate it and it's ready to be released so yeah the the, the importance of, of being in your body or of like staying in your body of not and really honoring this human experience. Like you said, you never left your body. You were accompanying, a, a like a company for your body through the whole process, right? So that, that's also- And I worked, I worked through the desire, the, the small, small, small speck of desire that I had for escapism because I didn't recognize it as escapism at first. And I almost did a ceremony in Montreal in September or like in the fall. Mm -hmm. And 
I didn't because I recognized that aspect in myself. I said, oh no, this is that, this is escapism. And it was a funny way of wanting escapism because I was like, oh, I want to, I want to, I just wanted to see the unseen world. Funny that I had no psychedelic experience on my first mushroom journey, but I wanted to, I wanted to like see what I couldn't see. I wanted to, to kind of break the matrix. That was my, my intention. I was like, well, if there's all these entities are out here, if all of this energies around us that I can't see, I just want to be able to escape this reality and go. And then I realized, oh, wow, that's another form of escapism. (laughs) It's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying I'm not satisfied with what this reality is. I'm not complete. Um, There's something that is lacking. And that, and that moment of realization that it was escapism, I said, okay, I'm not ready yet. And to feel like having come on the, at the end of that ceremony, I checked myself for disappointment. And I was like looking in the bottom of my heart for like, am I disappointed with this experience? Is it what I expected? I had ideas that I might, things might happen, right? Things might, might come across my sight that I didn't see before. Mm -hmm. And, and then I was like, no, I just, there's like a curiosity and and a letting go and a surrendering that happened. And I'm really happy for this, this reality that I'm in because it was so damn beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm happy to be here too. (laughs) It's uh, it's, it's that. And and just to be looking at now back into the room is like, what did, what a, I'm just grateful gratitude is like pouring out of me, but just like, I'm so grateful for the experience that I could, I could take the time. I have the resources. I have the support system. My husband wasn't like, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) He was like, okay, you do you. Um, the next day, even afterwards, I told, you know, new and somewhat newish friends about it. And they were like more connected with me. It was like, oh yeah, that was your first experience. Let me tell you about my 20, <laughs> like, but just, they felt like, they felt like, wow, that this person was more connected with them now. And I didn't expect that. I, I expected maybe on some level, I expected judgment. I expected, and I was a little fearful of that of that judgment from others. Mm-hmm. And it just simply wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And even if it is there, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people can have all of their reactions and triggers and judgments, but those are theirs. And my experience was like, wow, this is what this is. And now I'm starting to understand there's a tool that we have on our planet with plants and I'm a nutrition background. I've been working with plant medicine already yeah, to a very high level. Yeah. Like, uh, and I work with, with the plants. Okay. That, that don't technically produce a hallucinogenic effect, except let's be clear. They keep you in your body in this reality and they morph your reality. They just do it slowly. They do it over weeks. Like if you think about how you eat, like over a week, you change your diet in a week, two weeks, you can have a very strong effect on your reality. So it's like, it's very interesting to play with plants again, but in a reality shifter, that's maybe a little quicker. And also they say about the psychedelics, by the way, that it slows down time. (laughs) So we're just like, you know, it was, it's interesting that plants can play with time in that way and how our perception of time and reality, like now we can get very woo. (laughs) Like, yeah, there's so much perspective it gives you. 
Yeah, no, and, and then what you just said, it's uh, so beautiful and, and so wise. Uh, I learned that a, a mango tree is a sacred plant. It's like, oh my God, it gives, it grows super tall. It gives you shade. It gives you oxygen and it gives you, I don't like mangoes. But it gives no, you I was, I'm laughing. I came to that realization when I saw your face, I was like, oops, I'm using as an example, the, the, the fruit that I don't like. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're laughing at it. Uh, yeah, right. And then chamomile. Oh my God, you, you ingest it and it's for inflammation. It comes on your body. It comes on your nervous system. It's a, it's a, it's a plant medicine. It's a, it's a, it's a master plant. It's a sacred plant. And, and everything, every plant is sacred. And with that approach, when you come, then you approach to them. A friend of mine calls them the, the pros. Like he said, he's like, well, but these are pro. They're, they're like uh, mushrooms. They're like pro. <laughs> they're like a, 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 it's, it's true. It's a different consciousness. And so when you approach these plants now, yeah, the result is different. I feel the plant can feel for sure. I know the plant can feel for sure your intentions. When you approach them with respect, with a clear intention with a proper setup, with an altar, with sacred fire, cleansing the space, with a, with a prayer, the plant knows and it treats you nicely. <laughs> but for those people who go like, just because they want to hallucinate or stuff like that, then there's when sometimes problems I've seen that show up. Yeah, it's, it's something to definitely put on your radar, right? If you're, if you're curious to start just talking to people about your curiosity. And if you're judging yourself, I totally can relate to that because there's a lot to work through on that before you would even consider doing plant medicine um, that involves this other aspect, like this hallucinogenic aspect, the ceremony aspect. Um, and we could, and I just, I had this thought where you were talking of like the plants and all of them being medicine and some being the pros. And there's a way I describe each of the, of the vegetables and fruits, but mostly vegetables in my, when I would teach children nutrition and I still actually, I still have my program eat this for performance. It's, it's up on the internet. Like it's still there and really like, I really love it. And I still, I still feel it's a big part of my journey. And one of the things is each of the plants would have a superpower. So I was telling Liam this morning and Rachel, my, my children, I was telling, I was telling them that, you know, I'd love to do something where you would take your snack to school, like your celery or your carrots. And it would say the superpower on the food. So they get the idea that each plant has this like kind of main superpower and, and I could see, you know, you could go even deeper, right? Cause I could put mushrooms as a superpower. I have a superpower uh, for mushrooms. It has to do with immunity, but perhaps you can go deeper with a certain types of mushrooms and give them superpowers. Yeah. So I have a question for you, <laughs> being someone who works with the, the magical mushroom, what is, what is the superpower of the mushroom or the, at least the ones that we were working with? The superpower of mushrooms, I feel they are like children. Uh, for, I feel them is a children playful energy and they come into your body and they know exactly what are the things that you need to see that you are not seeing and they show it to you in a sweet way. I think it's sweetness. It's a, 
from that's how I feel it. If uh, if I can uh, mention again with love and respect other sacred plants like ayahuasca, ayahuasca will be the mother, peyote will be the father or great grandfather, and mushrooms are the children. So the superpower of uh, mushrooms in a ceremonial way, I feel, is sweetness, gentleness. At least for me and everybody, you know, that's my perception. You know, another person who leads a other type of uh, modalities can say something different but from the way i hold space for this plant for me sweetness the superpower of power of uh, mushrooms is opening you opening you like a flower with sweetness and gentleness that's that's how i feel when i when i approach and then later in another i want to maybe i'm jumping jumping too much ahead but in another podcast we will talk about the superpowers of cacao you know, every every plant has so much to give us and it i feel it all depends on the approach when we approach with love and respect and openness and understanding that this plant has a, con a consciousness and it can feel you it can you know it's a vibration and then then yeah the the, the outcome is sweet the outcome is wise is wisdom is sweetness is expansiveness um, yes that's that's how I feel about it. I um thank you for sharing that because it's connecting some dots for me in our conversations. And uh dulce sweetness is mm -hmm. uh definitely a dot that's connecting for me. And that's um I think such a powerful recognition, and also that you that you see your perspective is one perspective. So, like, yeah. so when, when I was teaching nutrition, even though I had the same education as the person next to me in my, in my class, you know, graduating class, uh, here in a master's degree, McGill university, we might have a very similar education. We both were very different guides in nutrition. It did not determine how our perspectives from having grown up in different backgrounds, having lived different childhoods and then teenager life and then travel, all of that, um, our lineage, it shaped how we taught nutrition and mm -hmm. how we taught the powers of, of plants. And so all of that is, is important to recognize that when you go into this experience and this comes back to your leader, the person, your guide, your guide, uh, could be you could call them a shaman you could call them how actually it's whatever they call themselves right who who is guiding you that you have complete trust in that their perspective is a perspective that you want to explore yeah. you want to see through their lens for a second mm -hmm. and share that uh, perspective and then form your own perspective but that it helps to be guided into a new territory with someone else's perspective exactly and, and uh, that has a lot to do with from the moment the person decides that they want to do it the, the, so so from the moment the person decides that they want to do it then you already start calling your your guide or your shaman or whatever people wants to call it so my advice is like i said from the moment you consciously decide that you want to do this there that's it the ceremony already started and the universe or your inner being starts like orchestrating and moving stuff around for to deliver that to you. So it's good to it's good stillness, meditation, and silence. So so you can so you can create the space for this uh, 
uh, parts to move properly, like to 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 be delivered to you in the highest in the highest way, and uh, yeah, that's that's so that's a very important thing that I wanted to to mention to to have a clear intention from the beginning someone has a decide to to try math, to try any any sacred cut to have a clear intention yeah i um i agree and on that note i feel like we've given almost the full complete picture i know there's some little bits we've left out of the ceremony that i i hope get woven into other discussions because they're so powerful and we'll tease that because they they are so powerful that they need a whole other podcast to talk about and i just thank you for for your time and for sharing this experience with me it was it was it will go down in my life as one of my initiations one of my memories to last a lifetime and i i really believe that you know years and years and years later we'll be talking about that night and thank you it was a pleasure thank you so much for, for the trust and for the love and the respect that you always bring to our conversations and to our relationship. Namaste. Namaste. Wichita Yuna 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 Wichita Yuna Yuna He Wichita Yuna 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 Wichita Yuna Yuna He Oya Tenea Hea Hea Oya Tenea Hea Oya tenea hea hea Oya tenea hea hea Wichita yuna 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 Wichita yuna yuna hea Wichita yuna 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 Wichita yuna yuna hea Oya tenea hea hea Oya tenea hea hea Oya tenea hea hea Oya tenea hea hea